This podcast is brought to you by Elfscaped. Back by popular demand. Elfscaped has a limited time deal that you're going to want to jump on like Dasher on Vixen during mating season. The premium package 4.0 Yeah is shipping right now. And with the supply chain issues, you'll likely have it just in time for next Christmas. This package has it all. The Nopo's number one grooming tool, the Snowblower 4.0 Yeah, Elfin Ear Trimmer 6000, and Jingle Bell Snow Powder, so you're always at your minty freshest. This deal is all because of you. Your response to Elfscape's last ad was Elfstraordinary. So they've crafted this offer to ensure that your snowballs are as smooth as Michael Bubbles' rendition of Santa Baby. Order now at Elfscaped. Elfscaped is not a real company as intended solely for satire. This program contains talk about criminal activity and may paint a not-so-flattering picture of one of your childhood heroes. It even includes a few cuss words and may not be appropriate for your youngins, so you might want to earmuff them or send them outside to play. Thanks for listening. heard that right, Santa Claus. My name's Richie Buck. I'm a pest control technician, carpenter, sometimes wise man in my church Christmas program, and as unbelievable as it might sound, I'm here to save Christmas. This is an Ear Cult production brought to you in association with Crawl Space Media. Santa may be a criminal. A 12-part Yuletide investigation. This is the 12th day of Christmas. Down the rabbit hole. As you might recall, my VCR, which had previously played my bootleg Iron Eagle tape flawlessly for 35 years, ate the most recent and possibly most important piece of evidence to date in our case. It's a 1985 Christmas tape shot at Ruthie Barker Guest's house. I called in an expert to repair the VCR, and you've met him before. I hate these damn things. You might recognize that voice as Sheriff Bradley Dewberry. He's the lawman who arrested and initially interviewed Santa Claus. It's no wonder these things are discontinued. But those were the days, right? Going to the video store, walking to the counter with an armful of tapes. Our kids will never know that joy. Nope. Now all you gotta do is pull out your phone. To the old days. To the old days. Back when things made sense. Ain't that the truth. The sheriff, who's also my cousin and is here today in that capacity, is lending a hand because, as it happens... He's got a little bit of experience in the electronics repair department. You see, when the Dewberries moved to this town back in the 80s, they opened up a TV sales and repair shop. 
Initially, there was an uproar with one of the church congregations setting up outside to protest Dewberry's demon boxes. Well, seems more people were interested in those demon boxes than were interested in protesting. Eventually, that congregation started to broadcast their services, and they moved on to another cause to get spooled up over. The Dewberries thrived because after TVs, there was the great beta versus VHS debate. Then VCRs got popular. Then DVD players. It was the golden age of consumer electronics. Then, of course, the big guys moved into town and gobbled up all that business. Bradley here, seeing the writing on the wall early on, decided he'd go into law enforcement. He figured the one business that would ever dry up was law and order. It was become a lawman or a mortician. And I ain't got the hands for mortician work. Bradley's daddy, Uncle Damon Dewberry, is a greeter up at the Hallmark now. Daddy hated this particular model. Why's that? Because every time he had to repair one of these, he'd find porn in it. Y'all don't need to hear the rest of this conversation. All you need to know is that Bradley fixed the VCR. Alright. So, what are we watching? Nothing. Ain't you on call? Nope. Freeze a bird tonight. Well, I've got a lot of work to do on the case. Right. Your case. Look, bud. I thought you'd get this from Detective Strong or those two prosecutors. He's done, you know? Did I tell you? He put me on the permanent naughty list. No, you didn't. Look at me. Look what I'm doing today, helping the less fortunate. Well... I locked him up because he broke the law. It's as simple as that. And you, running around doing this so-called investigation of yours, is messing things up. What if I'm right? (sighs) And what if you're not? All I'm saying is, don't get your hopes up. Santa Claus is guilty. We've got enough on him to put him away for good. I hang my head. This is something that he and I just ain't gonna see eye to eye on. You're a stubborn son of a bitch, you know that? Hanging on to hope. Hanging on like a hair in a biscuit, as Mom would say. Alright, cuz. Reckon I'll go on, then. Be good. Nice. It's be nice now. He rolls his eyes and leaves. I go back inside to pick up where I left off. I pop in the tape and here's what I see. A roving camera, appropriate to the time. And there's a younger Ruthie Barker guest. She's smoking a cigarette and she's got her feet put up. What'd I get? The camera pans the Christmas tree. Everything's been opened. Where's my gift? He always leaves me something special. You didn't get nothing this year. What? Ruthie stands up. She rifles through the wrapping paper, making a bigger mess than was there before. Where's my f***ing gift? Rita Barker was right. She does swear like a sailor. I'll f***ing kick his ass if he didn't get me anything. I thought what we had was special. Well, like a whole ship full of sailors. I'll ruin him. I'll ruin that mother And then I'll take him to the f***ing... I fast forward to a point where it seems she's calmed down. Someone has brought her a cup of coffee. I'm sorry, y'all. Sometimes I get worked up. It's okay, Mom. E.B. was better. Hmm? The Easter Bunny. She said it so quietly, I had to rewind and listen again. The Easter Bunny. Hmm? The Easter Bunny. Just ask the Tooth Fairy. Ruthie Barker guessed had given me something that had sort of been tickling the back of my brain for a little while. So I went out to my garage where I'd set up my Claws Crime HQ. Have you ever seen those TV shows where the detective has all these photos and post-it notes and scratches of paper connected by thumbtacks and strands of yarn on a wall or corkboard? Well, that's sort of what Claw's Crime HQ looks like right now. Only problem is, 
I didn't have no yarn. The Hallmark was out too. It's quilt making season around here. But I did have something that would work. Spools and spools of fishing line. It was only 10 pound, and I gotta tell you, it made following the connections a hell of a lot harder, but not impossible. With RBG's revelation about the Easter Bunny, everything came tumbling back. First of all, the mitten at the crime scene, size small, was found in a culvert. Well, I don't know any person, and there ain't a whole lot of animals either, to hang out in a place like that. But I do know one that loves to burrow and make its way through subterranean tunnels. Well, I know like four, but only one of them is relevant here. At the NOPO, when I was leaving Cam D. Kane, when I pressed him on whether someone set Santa up, he had this to say. Who would want to frame Santa Claus? I don't want to go jump into any conclusions. You'll figure it out. Have you noticed my sponsors the last couple of weeks? Leroy's Magic Emporium and CBD Dispensary. I got a check in the mail along with their ad copy. See, I know for a fact Leroy didn't write it. He can't write for shit. I should know he was in my graduating class. Damn sure good at card tricks, though. Either way, that ad. And then last week's ad. Hair Club for Men. Both had a decidedly rabbit hair bunny theme to them, didn't they? And they both came to me with a check and their ad copy in envelopes without return addresses. Lastly, and this is the kicker, when I met with our friend, the deep throat guy who doesn't want us to share his name, he told us, and it was later confirmed by Detective Strong, that the blood on Santa's sleigh was not Ruthie Barker guest blood. Instead, it came from a bird. What kind of bird? An owl. Say that again? I said an owl. That's right, an owl. And if I've learned anything from my bedtime reading, and don't get your undies in the wad, I read it before I read my Bible. I'm no heathen. The book is called Predatory Birds of Georgia. One of the largest chapters in that book, the chapter on owls. And what is a pretty common staple in the owl diet, besides Tootsie Roll Pops? You guessed it, bunnies. It all made sense. I opened another beer and propped up my feet. I'd figured it all out. And tomorrow... I'm going to tell Detective Strong. This podcast is brought to you by Blabble. Want to learn a new language but feel like you don't have the time? Well, Blabble is turning single language speakers into master of link. Well, Bab... Well, she... Words... Well, Blabble is turning single language speakers into masters of linguistics the whole world over. Whether you want to learn Chinese, Russian, Ukrainian, Elfin, or Farinese, Blabble, dang it. Blabble provides an immersion program that puts you right in the middle of your desired language learning situation. So get ready for that trip across. So get ready for that trip across the world today, or to the North Pole with Blabble. Blabble is not a real product; it's intended solely for satire. Jesus, are you deaf? Hey. Oh, no. What have I done to deserve this? Nice to see you, too. Do you realize the headache that you, and you alone, have caused me? I'm sorry about that, but guess what you can call me now? What? As... Hole? No aspirin, because I'm about to fix that headache. And how on God's green earth are you going to do that? By solving the case. Detective Strong gives me a stern, blank stare. I... I'm not amused. Well, you shouldn't be. It's real. She leans back and folds her arms. 
I'm just noticing now, but she's got great biceps. Spill it. If there's anything to spill. It's the Easter Bunny. What's the Easter Bunny? The one who frames Santa. Stop this. I'm serious. All the signs are there. Then I recounted everything to her as I did to you earlier. And she looked at me and said the following. Get the f*** out of my office. Sorry, there's a lot of bleeping in this episode. Do you realize how delusional you sound? All of that is circumstantial. So what? It's something. You know what it is? She stands up and walks around the desk, leans down, and looks at me. It's the only thing that makes you sleep good at night. Not true. A few beers and a Braves game. Santa is guilty. But you're not considering... Santa is guilty. Jesus, Richie, he's guilty. You know how to spell guilty? G-U-I-L... S-A-N-T-A. That's how you spell it. I'm so tired of your pathetic attempt to force me, the rest of us, the rest of the world, to believe that he's innocent. Most of us stopped believing in him a long time ago. Why can't you? Why do you carry this torch? Because it's all I got left. She stops, looks at me, sort of less like a robot and more like a person for a split second. My mom and daddy love Christmas. They loved giving it to us. It was our day. You take Santa away from me, they die all over again. That's sweet. But he broke the law, and what you're doing right now, it's reckless. Reckless? I'll show you reckless. After some digging and maybe a tip from someone at the NOPO, I found out what I believe to be the best address for our new suspect, the Easter Bunny. Arrived, 1334 Meadowland Drive. Turns out his compound is known as a hole in the ground. But there was something else. The lot that the home is on is deeded to an E.B. Cooper. The yard is vast. A lot of green space. Sprouts everywhere. I did notice a culvert at the driveway as I pulled in. Just saying. I parked my truck and get out. Parked underneath the shade of a live oak tree a few yards away is a grass green Kia Soul. Seems rodents love those cars. But what really catches my eye is a gigantic dent on the passenger side front fender and the busted out headlight. I swing my phone around, snap a quick photo, and continue to the door. His dwelling, I'll call it, is unique. The hole in the ground is not actually in the ground. Or maybe it is. See, there's this mound and a door smack dab in the side of it. I approach cautiously and knock. After a couple moments, the door opens, and I see him for the first time. Can I help you? I'm Richie. Richie Buck. Easter Bunny. Nice to meet you. I can't believe I'm standing in front of the Easter Bunny. It's just Easter Bunny. The the is silent. So what's this about? I'm not in the market for no Girl Scout cookies. Don't think anyone's ever confused me for a Girl Scout, but okay. So who's uh, E.B. Cooper? He spins and looks at me. How did you know that? Uh, I'm an investopodster. A what? An investor? Investopodster. What in the hole is that? It's like an investigator. So you're an investigator? Well, no, but yeah. And a pot person. Forget it, but Cooper? 
My former owner, Dan Bob Cooper. So, D.B.? Don't ask. I haven't seen him in half a century. Another story for another day, perhaps. You wanna come in? The bugs are getting inside. Sure, thanks. As he shuts the door, the odor overwhelms me. It's dank, moldy, it smells like a mix of carrots and fertilizer. He leads me back through a tunnel to what I assume is his kitchen. I mean, there is a table and chairs. Yeah. Take a load off. I also notice that there's an exposed pantry with tons of jars of fruits, vegetables, jellies, and jams. You like jelly, huh? Those are preserves. Or preserves. Oh? Yeah. Peach. Raspberry. Scuppernong. Fig. You dip a carrot into any of those. Mm-mm-mm. I bet. Nice place you have. Bet it's quiet down here. Usually. It's... Oh, sweet hole. So what is this about, Mr. Buck? Wait a minute. I know you. Yeah, you're the kid who always got the Christmas stuff out in your yard. Not always. Yeah, yeah, I have to hop through a maze of inflatable reindeer, elves, and the fat man himself anytime I need to leave a basket for you or your snot-nosed kid. You know, those inflatables are covered in mold, right? It's a health hazard. He's right. I should replace all of them. But that's beside the point. I know stacks and stacks of boxes on the far wall and try to change the subject. Moving? He glances at the boxes and then turns and points angrily toward me. Basket case. Excuse me? Basket case. His eyes are wild for a moment. I'm confused. Basket case? It's at this point I notice one of his paws is bare. The other one has a small white mitten on it. That box. All of them in here. They're basket cases. Cases of baskets. Easter baskets. Oh, I see. Basket cases. My head is spinning. Would the mitten at the crime scene match this mitten? Both of them are white, and both of them are small. Yeah. Baskets cases. See, I'm an entrepreneur. A small business bunny. I don't have a fancy workshop with hundreds of elves to help my operation. It's me and a handful of mangy squirrels, and I definitely don't get any help from the man. The man? Santa Claus. You know, he keeps pretty tight control over all the shit that ships, over all the holidays, and I mean all the holidays. What? Yeah, he has all these deals with big corporations like Go Postal and Elphazon. He keeps the rest of us down. So to hell with him. There it was. He gave me a motive, and I didn't even have to ask. Me and the Tooth Fairy? Got it the first. Now, I'm almost certain I'm standing with the one who took RBG out. Well, you know Santa's incarcerated. I call it boxed up. He's done this to himself. But I'm not mad. This is my moment. Chocolate egg demand... He's at an all-time high. My basket factory, as you can see, is working around the clock. The kids are gonna leave carrot cookies for me. Now, don't you feel bad for him. He's had a hell of a run. But every era has to come to an end. It's... It's the way of the world, kid. He's right. It is. 
but I'm not ready to accept that just yet. I can't help but notice your mitten. Is that an isotoner? <laughs> I wish. Just some cheapy I bought to keep my nails from getting chipped and banged up. Where's the other one? Not sure. I, I lost it. Doesn't matter. I only need one. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go check my nuts. I look at him, shocked. That's what I call the squirrels. You can show yourself out. He turns and starts to hop away. Does the name Ruthie Barker Guest mean anything to you? I swear both of his ears stand up on end. So you do know her? No, I don't. Don't lie to me. At that moment, I saw three chocolate-covered eggs fall behind him. Sorry, I've, I got interrogatory bowel syndrome. If people ask me questions, I'm not expecting this shit just happens. Well, I'm not here about your shit. Three more eggs fall. It was a long time ago. What was a long time ago? The thing with Ruthie Parker Guest. You know she's dead, right? He looks down, nods. It should have never happened that way. What's that? Can you say it again, but louder? She was supposed to fall in a hole a mile up the road. A hole? I dug it myself. Right on the path she always took. She was supposed to fall in. I was going to cover her up, but Santa got to her before I did. So I bastard once again with all the luck and all the credit. I point to my microphone. I've been recording the whole time. So? So you just admitted you wanted Ruthie Barker Guest dead. And I just told you I didn't get to carry out my plan. Whatever, that's enough for me. Okay, kid. Get out of my hole. He picks up a carrot from a nearby table and hops toward me. But he's not as fast as I'm sure he used to be. As they say, Father Time is undefeated. I make it to the door and back outside. And get off my lawn. Who knew the Easter Bunny was such an asshole? I get off my lawn. I'm going. I get in, and as I drive away, a carrot thwacks the side of my truck. But that's okay, because I'm smiling. I now have what I believe to be a fully formed theory of Christmas Eve. Want to hear it? That's what you came here for, ain't it?